Be'ezus Hashem Yisbaruch, we started last week going through Pasuk Aleph and we were privy to find out some Dvarim Nuflayim about Yeshua Benun and the relationship with Moshe Rabbeinu, Mesharis Moshe, Moshe Avdi Meis and we spoke out many different Nekudas and the Rishayinam and the Achreinam first starting with when exactly this Nevoah happened Mar Kedushin Daflamat Ches, Rashi, Teisvis Tumafarshim, Tupshatim, and Tesis, Rashi and Sefi Yeshua is mashma like one of the Pshatim and Tesis, as we elaborated last week. And we discussed also the fact that Yeshua ben Nun is called ben Nun versus ben Nun, and different Mahalchim in the Gedala Yushanim and the Achreinim as to why he's called that. Ending off with the last piece in the Derech Eidoisecho, the last piece that we discussed was from the Derech Eidoisecho from the Bnei Yisachar. To explain that the moment of Moshe Rabbeinu's Estalkus, Moshe Rabbeinu reached Sharnun, and Yeshua, who was there at that moment, was also Zaycha to see Sharnun, and therefore he's called Benun to explain the Ramban uh, as to why he was called Bino. Now, as we mentioned last week, we didn't have a Derech Edei Secha, we didn't own one, and we couldn't find one, but Ashkach al sent us this week a Derech Edei Secha, the Bnei Sashal, on on the Sefer Nevi'im, and I've been enjoying it all week. Whoever sent it, thank you so much. But uh, it's been uh, unbelievable, Sefer, piece after piece. Sadly, as I was wrong, it's not only the first three program of Sefer Yeshua, it's only the first parak and a half of Sefer Yeshua, and a few psukim in Yeshaya, and a few psukim in Ivadia, and a few psukim in Haishaya. That's the whole thing that he wrote. So... Whatever we have, the first parak we have some of it, so we'll, we'll share with it, share from it. But he adds one akuda on what we said last week, that Moshe Rabbeinu had a mitzvah, um misbahar. As we learned last week, that there was a mitzvah for Moshe Rabbeinu to die, um misbahar. And he explains it with uh, adding a, a nakuda that there's a, there's a key mitzvah when a person is nifter, and we discussed it last week very bekitzer, and he's marach on that Indian, but I'm not going to go into it now. We'll uh, leave that for what happened last week. We're up to the word lamer in the Pasuk. Now, the word lamer should be the easiest word in the Pasuk to translate, except that the word lamer always needs an explanation, and people sometimes go through life not translating the word lamer properly. So, hayoisis is a word that's negaya also in Chumash and Rashi, to understand what the word lamer means. So, we're going to do a little bit of explaining what lamer means. So, on a very simple translation... We know lamer is perhaps one of the most common words in the entire Torah. It's all over the place. And it's not Pashat Bechlal in the Rishayinim what it means, and in Chazal what it means. And not always what we learn in one place doesn't necessarily mean it's the same thing in a different place. And as we'll elaborate, and it's Negea very much for this week's parasha, parasha Zvayetze, so we'll spend a few minutes discussing the word lamer. The first thing that we have, to, we have in front of us is a Radak. So look at the last piece on the Radak. And this week, in this pasuk, Lamer. So first he starts with a little bit of a tiktuk. Radak does that a lot. But halfway through the piece where he talks about Lamer, the words start, Uperish Lamer. It's literally the last couple of words on pasuk Aleph. Uperish Lamer. The explanation of the word Lamer says the Radak, literally a line and a half before the end, if you have it. Uperish Lamer. Lamer li Yisrael. Notify the Yidin. Shakadish Baruch Tzivahu Lavar Sayardin. Meaning the word lamer means to tell it to others. Hashem would mean Hashem is telling Moshe Rabbeinu to tell it to others. So again, 
And that Hashem is promising them what he's about to say in Pasuk Gimel, which is that So according to the Radak from the Gedele Rishonim, Lamer means to tell others. And Yiddish and Cheder they teach it, Lamer Azayt Suzagin, which means this is how you should say it, which basically means Lamer means Hashem is telling you to say such a thing. The problem is going to be that sometimes you have the word Lamer, and we'll take the most blatant example. In Parshas Pinchas, open up a Chumash in Parshas Pinchas, where you see a Pashat cannot be the Taich. Open up in Parshas Pinchas, Perik Lamed, I'm sorry, take that back, Perik Chavzayin, Pasik Tezvav, the article Chumash is page 464. Moshe Rabbeinu, this is the Psukim of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Moshe Rabbeinu asking Hashem to be Mamana, a new, a new Manig for when he's going to be Nifter. Pasik Tezvav, Vayedaber Moshe al Hashem Lamer. The most unique Pasik in the entire Torah, perhaps. Moshe spoke to Hashem Lamer. So who's Hashem supposed to tell to? Who's Hashem supposed to tell to? If Lamer means to say it over, so how do you touch the Pasik? Vayedaber Moshe al Hashem Lamer? The Pelodiga Pasik. Pelodiga Pasik. And the Rishonim already, Rishonim already are bothered by this Pasik. How do you touch the word Lamer? This Lamer ruins that whole shot. If you have a gro in your Tanakh, then you'll see that the Gros says on the word Lamer, Kol Lamer Shibamikra. Whenever it says Lamer in the Pasik, Hu Ascholas Hamaimer. It actually means from here starts the statement. Oh, it's a noob shot. Lamer doesn't mean to say it over to others. Lamer means, and now I'll tell you what I want to say. Lamer, and now starts the Amiru. Now starts the Maimer. So according to the Gros Pshat, you can understand. Lamer. What did Moshe say to Hashem? Lamar saying, oh, how does Rabbi Taichin Chumash, the Cheder? By Davishel Moshe Lamar, Hashem spoke to Moshe saying or to say over. This is seemingly Machlaikis, the Radak, and the Gro, this Pasuk again, the Gro, call Lamar Shabamikro, who has Cholas Hamaimer, it's the beginning of a statement, Pirish. Ad Lamar, up to Lamar, says the Gro, Hadiakosev, Shadib Hashem or Moshe. Who, I'm sorry, in Yeshua, that Hashem is speaking to and who he's speaking to. Umi milas lamer has cholas ma'amishachro. Lamer is, and now what did he say? So now we have two different type ways how to type the word lamer when we get to chumash. Vayidab Hashem al Moshe, Hashem spoke to Moshe. Lamer saying, or lamer so to say. Now how do they type it in yeshiva? Saying or so to say? Saying. Ma'amishikras pshat. But not according to the redact, it's so to say. In Yiddish and Chedu, I typed it was azayt suzagin. To say as such, to say it like this, machlekes. Now, really, this is machlekes. We're saying growing radak. It's really machlekes ready chazal. But we'll open up a ramban. Ramban Chumash deals with this question, and it's the gay for this week's parsha. The ramban is in parshas vayiru. Perik vov pasuk yud. This is all the way in the beginning. If you have the pasuk, you can see it. Perik vov pasuk yud in parsha is safer shemois. Vayshabenu is told. That Ve'era al Avram al Yitzchak al Yaakov v'Kel Shakai and the Vdalah the Shani Shal Geula v'Itzesi v'Itzalti v'Galti v'Lakachti and Moshe Rabbeinu says in Pasuk Tes v'Idaber Moshe Kelo Bnei Yisrael Moshe Rabbeinu says this to them v'Yishamu al Moshe mikaitzer ruach mevay dekasha but nobody was willing to listen nobody could listen nobody had the energy to listen v'Idaber Hashem al Moshe Leimer what's this Leimer how do you translate v'Idaber Hashem al Moshe Leimer what did he say 
So if you learn that lemer means now starts the statement, you can understand. Now Hashem started saying what he said. Come to Paroi and tell him that he shall let the Yidin out. But if lemer means to share the following words, Moshe Rabbeinu walked into Paroi and he said, That's not how you speak. So how do you translate the word lemer? Zok the Amru Hamafarshim. The Mafarshim explained. Amru Hamafarshim. The Mafarshim explained, says the Ramban. Ki Milas Lamer, and, and he's quoting your Radak. Milas Lamer, Bechala Toyo, Lamer Li Yisrael. The Radak learns that whenever it says Lamer, like our Radak that we have over here, means to tell the Yidin. Vatam Sha'amar Hashem Lamoisha, Amor Li Yisrael, Devorai Eila. Why did Hashem tell Moshe Rabbeinu to tell the Eden these words? So usually it means to say it to the Eden, but over here in Parsha of Eira it means to say it to Paroi. Open up Parshas this week. Parshas Vayetze. Open up Vayetze. Perik Lamed Aleph Pasuk Chavtes. This week's Parsha Lamed Aleph Chavtes. Yaakov Avinu. Sneaks out of his Shver's house. And finally, Shver finds out about it. And he catches up. What did you do? He gives him a answer speech. I can do whatever I want to. But, but, Lamer. But Hashem yesterday, last night, le- told me. Lamer? Hashem told Lavan to tell Yaakov this? That I'm not allowed to do anything? Hashem never told Lavan he's not allowed to do anything. Hashem said, just be careful, don't touch him. Don't touch Yaakov. What does the word Lamer over here mean? According to the Radak. What does this mean? Pashup Shat and Pashup Pashup. What does it mean when he says, Avichem Emesh Omar Eli? That would have been enough. Hashem told me last night, don't touch. What's the Lamer? So the Ramban is bothered by this question. And the Ramban says, According to this pshat, the word lemur doesn't fit in Pashas Vayetzeh. Says the Radak, And in fact, many places it's going to be schwer. Throughout the Torah dish, you'll have, it says, So from the word lemur, it starts what he should say. So what's the Ramban? How do you continue that? Says the Ramban, and he brings a bunch of examples. means clearly. Clearly. Hashem spoke to Moshe Rabbeinu. There was no suffering in what he said. Lamer means with clarity. There was no question about what was being said. Again. Kimilas lemer loheris al inyan at the clarity of the matter. Vayedaber Hashem al Moshe la amira gemuro. Whenever it says Vayedaber Hashem al Moshe, it means with a clear, clear statement. Loy amira musupekes, not a amira that was wishy washy. Veloy bereim mizimer, and no hints. Therefore, lekach yasmin zebuchalat teru. Therefore, you'll find in the Torah where it says kinevuas Moshe pale pay yedaber by veloy mechilas. 
Moshe Rabbeinu is unique. Hashem, when he spoke to him, there was with a clarity. When Hashem speaks to Ivadya Hanavi, in this week's after, or when Hashem speaks to Shmuel Hanavi, it's very unclear. When Hashem speaks to Moshe Rabbeinu, it's lamer, there's a clarity of statement. The love on Amar came. Lovon was also Zaych, it's like the Raman. Murdy, you have to remember this. The Lovon Amar came with Yaakov, Emesh, Omar, Eli, Lamer, Ba'amira, Berura. There was no question what I heard. But Shabbainu gets clear, Nevoah? Lovon. Lovon was Zaych in Pasha Sayyidzeh. Tanamira, Berura, Shalai Azik Lachem. Because Kilulai Kane, how you see, I say, Machabra. Why was Lovon Zaych to Amir, Berura? Because all you need is Lovon, Mr. Trickster, a liar, to say, that's not what Hashem meant. If it's not Amir Beruro, if there's any person in history that you have to talk to Amir Beruro, it's Lavan. Lavan needs to hear as clear as day, Rachel Bitcha Haktano. And when he says Rachel Bitcha Haktano, Lavan still has Shtiklach Torah that he didn't mean Rachel Bitcha Haktano. So LMI is the only other person in history, Zakhtar Ramban, got an Amir Beruro Lamar, besides Shemesh Shabbainu, the only other one that we know is Lavan. Pashas Vayetse. Mordig, Mordig in the Kudus, just if you think about this Ramban, says the Ramban, V'chein, V'yomru b'nei Yisrael, Al-Mesha Lamer, Sh'yomru b'nei Yisrael, Al-Mesha And when Klai Yisrael speaks to Moshe, they also said Lamer. Megilu ponim, ki amakar l'beri inyan pa'am muktun pa'am ochek m'ay omrim omer l'mena atzai, as the Ramban explains, and it's marich. Al-Kaponim. When we come to Parshish Pinchas, the passage that we had before, V'yadabar Moshe al-Hashem Lamer, Moshe Rabbeinu is also having a Dabar Moshe al-Hashem Lamer. According to Ramban, it's Meyushim. According to the Grah, it's Meyushev. According to Radaka Chirah. But according to Ramban, Vaidaba and Moshe, Moshe Rabbeinu speaks to Hashem, Lamer, meaning, says Ramban, with clarity. There's no sphakus in the Diburim of what Moshe Rabbeinu is about to ask the Chalish Baruch Hu. Yifkei Hashem, Alakei, Ruchah, Sechol Basar. Which leads us to the question on the Ramban that we have another Lamer. Yehoshua, Perak Aleph, Pasik Aleph. What does Moshe Hashem say? Vayiachem, Moshe Hashem, Hashem, Vayoyma Hashem, Yeshua, Benun, Mesharis, Moshe Lamer. No, not only Moshe Rabbeinu, but not only Lavan Ha'arami, Lahavdol, but even Yeshua also has an Amir Lamer, it's Peladik. Now we understand, according to what we explained last week, that Yeshua, because he was Zeich at the last moments to be there when his Rebbe was Nifter, he had an Amir Bruro, he got a sort of a Nun, Sha'ar Nun, therefore there could be a Lamer by Yeshua, and it's a Pela. And the Mabit, in the Sha'ar Yesodis, Perik of Dalit says this clearly, when the Mabit and Shach of Dalit is going through, obviously Yeshayah Yisaydos, he's going through the Yisaydos of being a Yid. So in Perich of Dalit, he's talking about the Nevoah of Moshe Rabbeinu. And he discusses the differences between Nevoah of Moshe Rabbeinu and other Nevim. But there, in, in one of the paragraphs, he says, By Moshe Rabbeinu, it says a lot of times, Lamer. Mabit says, When Hashem spoke to Moshe Rabbeinu, it was very clear. Because when we're talking about Torah Gdashim, Moshe Rabbeinu giving over Torah Gdashim to Klai Yisrael, there had to be no ambiguity. It had to be very clear what Hashem wanted. You'll have many Nevi'im that will say Generally speaking, it was through a, mid, a middleman. As we'll see when we get to the other Nevi'im. But so far we're focused on Sefi Yeshua. And Sefi Yeshua was unique that there was a Vayerim HaShem El Yeshua Lamer. And I'm skipping a bunch, a bunch of paragraphs. Zulas be Yeshua. The exception to the rule is Yeshua. You have to add this to your Ramban. Moshe Rabbeinu, Yeshua Benun, Lavan Arami. Vayerim HaShem El Yeshua Lamer. 
reason is, he was a Talmud. We are sure Amalei Hakel. He's Baruch Kashiyisi and Moshe Eyeimach, as we'll see in the Hemshchap Sukim. Well, is that Diba like Bekamai Zadiba Shadiba Lamoshe? Therefore, he spoke to Yeshua exactly like he spoke to Moshe Rabbeinu. Gamki Loi Hoisa Hasa Gosek Hasogis Rabbi. That's not to say that Yeshua comprehended like Moshe Rabbeinu did. Ki Pnei Moshe Ki Pnei Chama Pnei Yeshua Ki Pnei Levano. Or Ki Moshe Chivu Akadish Baruch Hu B'Masha Amalecha Psolecha Psolos Yeshua. And that's how he became uh, an Aisher and a Hizmarach and going into Moshe Rabbeinu. So we see a Baruch in the Kudum. When we have a Pasuk, simple word. The word Lamer is teaching us there's something unique about the Nevoah of Yeshua, Yeshua that we're not going to find by any other Nevi'im. Even though you'll have Lamer by other Nevi'im, but the Rabbin explains that through an Amtsoi, this clarity of speech that the Ramban talks about in Parashas Ve'eru that Moshe Rabbeinu was able to and love, and this week's parasha was Eichetu, Yehoshua was Eichetu throughout his life, and as we see, a very unique thing throughout the, throughout the, the, the parashas. And the other parashim also are Marich and this Milas Lamer in different places, the Rashbam in the beginning of Ayikra, and V'chahina V'chahina, the Archaim HaKadosh, and others explain the word Lamer, but this is how we're going to be, for now, explain what it means, Lamer. Just, there's a sefer called Minchas Yehuda, from Rabbi Yehuda ben Chanin, one of the late Rishonim, he wrote uh, on Navi, and I found it in a store, so I bought it. And he says a very, very interesting thing on the word Lamer. He says, Lamer, it's very good for us to know, because this is Negei for us, we're going to say for Yeshua. Lamer, literally like six, seven words. Lamer means teach Klai Yisrael say for Yeshua. The only Sefer that it has it. Shmuel doesn't have that Shmuel Navi starts out, you have to tell Klai Yisrael to learn say for Shmuel. It's about Zundar that there is Benegaya Sefer Yeshua to learn Sefer Yeshua, and Yeshua taught it to us. We're being Mekayim that mitzvah now, and we learn Sefer Yeshua. Lamar means Hashem is telling Klai Yisrael history. Lamar, for the future history, always remember Lamar. Sefer Yeshua needs to be learned and needs to be said. And it's one of the Rishonim learned Pshat and the Pasuk of Lamar. As you pointed out, that there's many Mepharshim that explain that, and Bnei Sashkin is Darche De Sechin says it also, Mesharis Moshe Lamar. That Yeshua had to his whole life have in front of his mind that Mesharis Moshe. That's who I am. I'm a Mesharis Moshe Lamer, and he had to say it. All the Mepharshim learn that you have to read the Lamer on the next Pasik. Lamer Moshe Avdi Mace. He needs to always say that Moshe Avdi Mace and have that image in front of him, and we'll explain what that means shortly. But different Mepharshim try to explain the word Lamer because really we're not sure a lot of this Nevoah is Hashem, as we'll see, and we looked at the Nevoah, two Pasik test, is literally Hashem telling Yeshua what's about to happen. If you learn that lamer usually means to tell other people, what's the point of telling them what's about to happen? The bottom line is, in Pasukinal, if he tells everybody, say, let's get ready, we're going over the Yarden. Fine. That, that part you need to understand. But the rest of it, the Chazak Ve'amot, I'll be with you, and this is the part of it that you're going to get, those things were literally Hashem having a private one-on-one conversation with Yeshua. So Elamai, you have to come on to different Birim and the Mepharshim of what the word lamer means, different here than all other places. Moshe Avdi Meis, Pasuk Beis. Moshe, my Eved, is no longer with us. We discussed when we spoke about Moshe Avdi Meis earlier, we spoke about what does this mean, Eved Hashem. I just want to read to you a lesson of the Malbim. If you have a Malbim in the back of your, back of your Tanakh or on the bottom of your Tanakh, say it's called Nachlas Yeshua. On Sefer Yeshua, the Malbim is called Nachlas Yeshua. And he says, What does this mean, Eved? So he says, 
in the in the piece on Eved Hashem in Pasuk Aleph. Chazal say, That Moshe Rabbeinu, even though he was nifter, but in Shemayim, he's still being Omer Mishamish. The Gemara says in Saiti Yud Gimel. A tzaddik that's only involved in himself. He's busy taking care that he should be the greatest person he can be. The moment he dies, his avoda ends. Because that's it. He can't, know, he can't become greater anymore. But a tzaddik that's involved in helping the future generations. That's what he is. The avoda continues even after he dies. The avdus that he had was different than any other type of evid. Not any. You could become a Moshe Rabbeinu in this way. You could become a Moshe Rabbeinu that you do for Klai Yisrael. You're not a person that's busy with myself. And it's famous, Ki Yidua, the Chesam Seifer, it's Pituchai Chesam, where he's married, the difference between Chanoich and Avram Avinu. Chanoich became, Reinenu, Kilaka Chesam, he became the Malach, Matatrein, but we're not Mayachas to him much. And Avram Avinu, what's the difference between Avram and Malach Matatrein? And the Chesam Seifer, the Pituchai Chesam, in the beginning of Yeridea, I think now they've printed in the new ones in the front of Arachayim. I'm not sure, but in the beginning, in the Shal Shush Chesam Seifer, you look where he's married. There's a difference between being a tzaddik for yourself versus a being tzaddik for the generation. But, and, and obviously being tzaddik for yourself, it's a very important thing. But more important, and you don't lose out if you become a tzaddik for the generation, and this is what the Malbim is saying over here as well. The Malbim is saying this Nikuda, that Moshe Rabbeinu is avdi meis. He's not, it's not over. Moshe avdi meis means he's oimidu mishamish l'maylo because that's what he did down here because that's what he cared about. Moshe avdi meis. Says Rashi HaKadosh, Ah. Imagine a more hurtful statement. You know, Yeshua, you know, listen, you know, I always say, what, what's, what's the worst, if you're, if you're, if you're a, if you're a baseball player, what's the worst trade that could happen to you? For a player to be named later. We don't even know what we want for you, we just know we want you away from here. That's like the most hurtful thing, right? For, for a player to be named later. Yeshua, you know, I'm speaking to you. Moshe Rabbeinu is not here, so you know, uh, fine. No, second best. So, so this is how you start the, the relationship. What's shot in this? So we'll we'll, we'll get to the Hezbollah Advarim, but now it's finally time to learn Rashi as Rashi brings Chazal, which is all we want to focus on the Shir today. It says Rashi, Yeah, just to open up, just to give you an example. from the Bnei Sasser. He wants to know why didn't Rashi write Rabbi Seinu Darshu? What's a darshu who? This is, this is the type of every diak he has. He has on, on Rashi, and he has on the Pasik, and he has on Unculus. He doesn't let it, uh, tire, not Unculus, Yernison. He doesn't let the tire and get away with the detail. He wants to know what's the darshu who versus Rabbi Seinu darshu. Okay, this, I'm not going to go into his beer, but just to show you how he was planning a chaval that we don't have on the whole Tanakh. He literally doesn't let a, a letter in a Rashi go to waste. Rabbi Seinu darshu, Rabbi Seinu, Chazal, Msechtas, Tamuru, explain. During the 30 days of the Avelis of Moshe Rabbeinu, Klai Yisrael forgot 3,000 halachas. That's the girsa that Rashi has over here. We'll see in the Gemara in a second. So Yeshua came to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, And he asked Hashem, help me. I forgot these halachas. I don't have Moshe Rabbeinu anymore. Sorry. Moshe Rabbeinu is dead. It's called Moshe Rabbeinu's Torah. It's not mine anymore. I can't tell you. I can't tell you anymore. 
You know what? Get Kai so busy. Go to war. Don't forget the fact that you forgot the 3,000 halachas. What? What's going on over here? So, I have to open up a Gemara. Rashi is referring to a Gemara, even though the gear is not exactly the same. Let's open the Gemara inside. So much has been written on this Gemara, and we'll perhaps hear a new beard today, which will literally guide us through saving Yeshua in this, in this sugya. Says the Gemara, Masech Tzmur Daf Tezayin. It really starts on Daf Tezvav Hamid Beis. The Gemara references it a little bit, but the Gemara gets back to it on Masech on Daf Tezayin Hamid Aleph. Says the Gemara, Gufa, Amar Rav Yehuda Amar Shmuel. Says Rav Yehuda Amar Shmuel, Shloishes Alafim Halachos Nishtakhu B'Mei Evolish Almeisha. During the avails of Moshe, three thousand halachos were forgotten. Amar Loyli Yeshua. So they came to Yeshua Benun. Sha'al, go ask Hashem. We need them back. Amalei, so Yeshua says, Lay Bashamayimi. I can't go ask Hashem. That's it. It's done. It's too late. Amalei Lishmul. Later on in history also, by Shmul Anavi. Sha'al, there was also a lot that were forgotten. Amalehem, Ela, Mitzvah, She'ena Anavi, Rishor, Lechadish, Dov, Amayatov. Shmul Anavi says, I can't help you anymore. It's too late. Too late. The famous halach of Chata Shemei Sibalel, Ishtakhu b'me Evel Shalmeisha. Amru Lepinchas, a different point in history. Rashi's busy with the order over here and the girsas over here. I'm not going to get into that. Amru Lepinchas, they said to Pinchas, and he took over all the way. The last Pesach in Sefer Yeshua, you'll see that Pinchas was demonic for a little bit. Shal, go ask Hashem. Amal Hamlei B'Shemayimi. Amal Hamlei Lazar. The second to last Pesach in Sefer Yeshua. When Elazar was the monarch in Klaasul. Shal, Amal Lahem. Now you have to understand, and the first time I'm busy, why this one said Leib Hashemayim, and this one said Eila Mitzvah. It's different Biurim and Diyukim and Rayas, and you say this. I'm not going to get into it. That's not our sugi over here now. Omer of Yehud, Omer Rav. The Gemara gives us the background. Omer of Yehud, Omer Rav. B'shosh and Nifta, Moshe Rabbeinu, Lugan Eden. As Moshe Rabbeinu is leaving this world, Omer Leili Yeshua, he calls in his trusty Talmud Yeshua, and he says, Sha'al mimeni kol sveik kishyesh l'cha. Last chance. I'm about to leave this world. Any questions? Any sveikis? Amalai Rebbe, Kolomhi nachticha sha'achas v'halachti l'makamacha. I ever left you for a second? Loi kach kasafta bi umesharsa yahishua benun nar loyomish v'teich ha'ayil. Rebbe, I never left you. I'm good. I got this. Miyad toshash koicha shal yahishua. That's the gersa that we have with us. Yeshua lost his energy. Rashi says, because Shigaram Lahakhish died to Shalmasha, because of Samasha Bainu felt very bad. Yeshua was like, nah, we'll be fine without you. We're good. Now you understand how Hashem's talking to Yeshua. We'll, we'll be good without you, says Yeshua to Mashiach Bainu. Ka'ilu, Ka'ilu. Three hundred halachas. Vinoduloi Sheva Meas Fakis. At seven hundred things he wasn't sure about. A thousand, some total. Not the numbers, the morale is busy with the numbers with 700, 300, 3,000. What they are, what, one was being Evolution one was while Moshe Rabbeinu was still alive. Different gears, again, not our sugya, I don't want to get into that. But Moshe, Yeshua said a very hurtful comment to Moshe Rabbeinu. We're good, I got this. And because of that, Toshash Kaychishol Yeshua, and he forgot it. Va'amdu Kaysol Hargai. Kaysol ganged up to kill Yeshua. What? Did Chayv Misa or something like this? We'll discuss. So he comes running to Hashem. He says, help me, help me. I forgot these halachas. Hashem says, I can't. I can't. 
Lech returned to Mechama. Go keep them busy. Now, Klaus only needs a good Mechama, protest, whatever, a riot. Keep them busy, go to war, and it's all good. How is this an answer? Why, why didn't Hashem say, Hashem say, why don't you give them a project to build a, a sukkah? Or, I don't know, Hashem has a lot of projects they could do. Just go to war. What Shech is going to war? Shenemar. As it says, Oh, now we understand. That's what Rashi is referring to. What does it mean Hashem tells Yeshua? The first thing he tells him is, Moshe Avdi Meis. You think Yeshua Benun didn't know Moshe Avdi Meis? Yeshua has been crying now for 30 days. What does it mean, Moshe Avdi Meis? The Torah says there's a back and forth in the story in Tanakh that doesn't say. You have to know Gemara Mesechta's Tumur Daf Tazayin. Moshe Avdi Meis is an answer as to why I can't help you any further. Moshe Avdi Meis. Tano. B'masik Tano. Elef Ushvame is Kalam V'chamurin. 1,700 The numbers here are very confusing. 3,700, 300, 700. Don't worry. The Torah is not missing anything. Later on, we'll get to it in the beginning of Sefer Shevetim and all the way somewhere towards the end of Sefer Yeshua. We'll see the Asnil ben Kenaz, the next leader of Klai Yisrael, brought it back through Pilpul he conquered it, and the Gemara goes on, and we'll save that for when we get to Asnil Ben-Kanaz and Kolev, which is later on in the Sefer. Tell the biggest story. What's going on over here? Yeshua Ben-Nun forgets, because he caused Chalish Sadas to Meshua Benu. he forgets some halachas in the Torah, whatever the numbers are. Sveikas he has, and halachas he has, and, and Kaisal wants to kill him. What's the hint that Kaisal to kill him? What, you want to kill somebody because they forgot some halachas in the Torah? So on a simple pshat, there's a mission of Sechtas Avis, called Shecheich Dovarech Mishinosei, Harizim Mishchayi Benavshay. Really, yeah. If you forget something in halacha, you chayiv miso. Ki yidua, the Nefesh Chaim says this is not Pizvan Hazer because Tev Tereshu Apeh was written down, but Pizvan Hayom Mehem, Tereshu Apeh was written down, so if you forgot something, it's gone forever, and Yeshua was the Meister of Tereshu Apeh, and the Briskorov says this very clearly in the end of Parshish B'Shalach, He's Ma'arich in this Nikudan. Also, he's Ma'arich over here, Briskirov in, 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 in Sechtas Tamura. But the words of the Briskirov is as follows. When he talks about Yeshua going to war, that says the Briskirov. Every Parsha there we have Tereshu B'Ksav. So that's Zayzi Karim B'Sefer. Write it down. Yeshua is the first of Tereshav Apeyidin. Now, the high parsha should have said Yeshua, Kitatanana Masarul Yeshua, and he brings down the Rambam. He says, I skipped over here, I skipped over here, because it was your job. You were given over the job of Tereshav Apeyidin. How you talking? You forget halachas. This is your job. If the, you forget these halachas, Yeshua Benun, it's gone forever. Today, if a person forgets a, a Gemara, a sugya, says the Prime Velashana, no, you open up a Gemara, you look it up again. But in those days, there was no Gemara to look up. Yeshua Benun forgets a halacha, it's gone forever. And if it's gone forever, oh, here, here, here's a very important nakuda. And this is a nakuda that. We're gonna need throughout we're gonna need throughout the sefer. But the Bezuchi Magid says, and this is very important, very important, as we'll see, this riots one after the other, say for Yeshua to this Yisrael. I'm going to read it to you. This is, Pichas Karts and Emre Pichas brings it down. 
But other Svarim also. Kedusha Slavery brings it in a few places. We, we learned the Gemara. The Gemara says that Asnil brought it back. And the Gemara brings a Raya from Asnil conquered a city called Kirya Sefer. Chazal say Kirya Sefer doesn't mean Kirya Sefer. Kirya Sefer means that he learned to Sefer and he conquered it because he learned Alokas. He brought it back. The Gemara will get to it. Bez Hashem and Perak Tesvav will be Ma'ach over there. But the Mazutra Magad said, and this is so important, I'm going to read to you the way the Pichas Karts are brought down. The world was created with Torah activation. Everything in the world has a connection through the Torah activation. When Klai Yisrael was about to enter, and that's what we're about to do, they're about to enter to conquer Yisrael. When they came to Yericho, they said, what sugyo do we need to be able to conquer Yericho? Because conquering Yericho, is that, you don't go to war with sticks and stones, or with bows and arrows. That's not a Yiddish way to go to war. The Yiddish war was, they sat down, they learned through a sugya, Edom Zaymimin, oh, somehow, whatever the connection, I'm, I'm making it up, but I'm giving an example. Edom Zaymimin was the sugya they needed to be able to conquer, to be able to throw, conquer Yericho. And I, and go through city after city, Yerushalayim, they needed to conquer these cities. And in order to do that, they had to learn the sugya. That's what you understand if you look later on. And the Chazal say, We'll get to it. Yeshua went that night, but he went to sleep. He overnighted. Before they went to battle, Yeshua is sitting and learning the sugya. What's he learning the sugya? Strategize. That's the strategy of a yid. The strategy of a yid is learn that sugya, whatever that sugya is. We don't know. Yeshua Benun, who knew Kalatari Kula, knew what sugya was the gay for what Makkah in Eretz Yisrael. Haynu ha'aloch ha'shayochas le'ir ay. La'yideh kof shu'oysa. Kishihigiyah le'kiriya sefer. But when they got to kiriya sefer, it never bothered you. Yeshua forgot ha'alochas. So Kalaisol wanted to kill him. How did Kalaisol know that Yeshua forgot ha'alochas? Was it like a sign, like you saw like 3,000 halachas just leaving his head like a bubble? Just leaving his head. Hey, where's it going? Hey, you forgot your halachas. How do you know that somebody forgot halachas? Do you know if I forgot an halachas, which halachas I forgot? How could you know? The terror says, I came to a city, and all of a sudden Yeshua had problems. You know, conquer? How do you conquer this? I'm not sure. What sugi is this? I don't know the sugi so well. They got to Kiryah Sefer, says, says the Mesut Shemagid. They couldn't conquer it. They said, ah, you forgot some halachas. And this happened throughout history. This, is, this isn't a story that happened right here. Yeshua, Perak, Aleph, Pasik Aleph, and Pasik Beis. This is throughout Sefer Yeshua. Yeshua forgot Halachas. And then they came to cities and they were having a hard time conquering it. I will see. There were some cities that weren't so pushing. That's the strategizing, that to this and that to that. It was those Halachas that Yeshua forgot. Those were the Halachas that were for that city. They couldn't conquer Bnei Brak. Why couldn't you conquer Bnei Brak? Oh, you must have forgot Halachas. Now you know why, why they want to kill him? You mean there's 3,000 parts of Eretz Yisrael that we can't get now? Because you forgot halachas. Because you're, you with your, as Masha says, your gaiva. Masha says that Yeshua was about gaiva when he said, I never left you. Or because of your chalish, said that's that you caused your rebbe. Because of that, we can't conquer cities in Eretz Yisrael. Of course you're chayiv misa. You're a general in the army. And the general in the army is supposed to help them conquer Eretz Yisrael. That's your job. And your job is also to teach us Torah Shabbat. And the two things are not just two separate random things. They're mamish intertwined, as we'll learn, we'll see. They're mamish intertwined. You can't conquer it to Saul without knowing Torah You can't give out the nachlas there to Saul, because Shevet Don is based on a certain sugya, he gets the Syria. Shevet Yehuda, based on a certain sugya, he gets the Yehuda. And if you can't remember those halachas, how are you supposed to conquer it? Till Asnil came, Vayil Kedah, 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 Vayil Kedah,
And that's the pshat and why, that, why they wanted to kill Yeshua Benun. And that's the time of Hashem tells Yeshua Benun, we're about to go over the yard and Moshe Avdi Meis, and I'm, I'm about to inform you, I can't help you with halachas. And if Moshe Rabbeinu would have been here, I would have been very happy to have him. Because he didn't forget any halachas. He would have been able to come there to Saul, be able to conquer city after city after city. And then you want to know why everybody says from the Arizal and the Galamukas and the Ramipano that if Moshe Rabbeinu would have came in, we would have never wanted to go us again. It's Pashid. Because they would have conquered every city. The reason why we went into Golis is as we're going to learn at the, end, at the beginning of Sefer Sheftim, cause Klai Yisrael didn't conquer every city. They went, and but when Yeshua was Nifter, eventually they didn't end up conquering everything. Because of that, we ended up getting into problems with Avedi Zoro, and we ended up getting into problems with his Chatnas. We were marrying into other nations. Sadly, that was all because Yeshua couldn't end up conquering those cities. Now, I, all the, all the halachas came back, but once Yeshua, who is the Moser HaTerish of Alpeh, as the Biskirov says, forgot it, it was, it, was, it was gone. Ah, we brought it back. Yeah, but we know in, in many places in Chazal that the Lachem HaShem Sinai said, you know, we, we, could, we could talk about it. A, a, even if you bring it back with a Kabbalah Chaymer, he brought it back with a Kabbalah Chaymer, a Kabbalah Chaymer, we could frag up Kabbalah Chaymers. Xeri Shava, you have to have a Messiah. Did I still make it out to have a Messiah for the Xeri Shava? No. Betech Papulay brought it back. If he has a Xeri Shava, Betech Papulay. And that's why we never ended up conquering the full amount. And that's why Hashem tells Yeshua in Pasuk Dalal, you remember we discussed in Pasuk Dalal, Hashem tells Yeshua the entire area that, you're going to, that you should conquer. And it's, it's a way of saying, Yeshua, you messed up. It's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. Rabchaim Knievsky, in his time of the Kru, on, on Novi, quotes this Gemara, and he asks, What's Takim Shal? Why does I want to tell him? means that Hashem can't teach you anything new. It's just a reminder. Hashem, I'm just asking for a crash course reminder. What? That's not Leib Hashemayimi. Hashem can't give me a reminder? The Lashem is, Well, he did is just, Hashem just remind me again. What was that Allah again? That's Leib Hashemayimi. It's like Rebchaim, Yeshleimah, Sha'akavona. Sha'kol ma'asha kodesh baruch wa yitzarech loyimah b'tayro. For Amal HaMoshah. Hashem said, I said it already. It's in the Tayro. I'm, I'm, Hashem says, I'm out, I'm out of a job at this point. Open up a chumash, you'll find it. Are you lazy? Open up a chumash. Now I can't tell you. If I tell you I'm taking away your amelus b'tayro, Yeshua. I'm not taking away your amelus b'tayro. Open up a chumash, find it. Find every Allah in the chumash somewhere. She ain't tzarech of them tiyaga tim tzakobater. And if you're going to work hard, you're going to fucking find it. V'zeh avoydes ha'odam b'chol ha'dayrus. L'var ha'koy ha'idei ha'toyro v'ein shayich lehem b'zeh min We don't say this is term in ha'shemayim. This is our job. This is all we're supposed to do in this world. And we were marich in the first year in the Bimchaz Kenyan ha'toyro from the Archaim Rekhaz Shepashas Tazria. How everything is in the Torah and it's our job, the Torah's job is to find it in the Torah to find we're in Parshish Breishas, we're in Parshish Masay, etc., etc. Every single Allah says, every vart from the Gemara and Pesach and the Rajma is supposed to, you have to find it in Chumash somewhere. And that's what Yeshua, Hashem tells him, sorry, it's your job, go figure it out, go do what you have to do. The girl in his Tfilas Chana, in his beer in Tfilas Chana, in the beginning of Sefer Shmuel, the girl has a mahalach through the Tfilah of Chana. I'll read to you the first couple lines just so you can chap his mahalach. The girl's mahalach. 
And we're going to have to come back to this growth throughout. But Parashazu, Perik Beis, Pasik Aleph, Tu Pasik Yud, which is Tfilas Chana, Shiraz Chana, which we lay in first there at Shoshana. The Parashazu, Kolal, Kolhanisim, Vahanaflois. In those ten psukim, you have every nace, Sha'asa Hashem is Baruch Lanu, Miyamais, Avram Avinu, Ad Biaz Gayelehu, Bemheir Vimeno Amaisala. If you learn Perik Beis, Pasik Aleph through Yud, and Sefer Shmuel, you can find every miracle that happened from when, from when Klai Yisrael became Klai Yisrael till the moment that Mashiach will come. Whatever miracle you had, the tree just missed your car when it fell. That miracle, if you learn Perik Beis, Sefer Shmuel, Perik Aleph, Pasik Aleph, through Pasik you'll find it. Now, we have time to grow, to understand it. And the grow goes, sets out on the path to try to show us those Pesukim based on history. I want to read to you, we know one of the things that Hannah said, you have a Chumash, you can see it in Avtariah for Rosh Hashanah, Part of a pasuk is Hashem meimus mechaya. Hashem meimus mechaya. What does this mean? Hashem meimus mechaya. So the Gra explains a couple of different mahalchim, and one of the mahalchim the Gra says as follows: Kashemeis Moshe v'dara midbar sheheim hayu chayim kulam. Moshe Rabbeinu and the dara midbar when they were nifter and they were called live people more than anybody. Umechaya. That's Hashem meimus. Hashem took the dara midbar and he was meimus them. They didn't make it into that song. Which means the Pasuk in Kehelis, that they will go to another place. Their light, the light of that door of day of, of Dor Hamidbar, their light is still with us in every generation. Says the girl. He has 3,000. V'yudzayin meyer is gezeri roshava. And 1,700 gezeri roshavas. U'mechaya. Hashem meymes. It died. With Moshe Rabbeinu. Those halacha dies. Where is it hinted to in Chana's tefillah? Chana's shira. About Moshe Rabbeinu's misa. Hashem meymes. U'mechaya. The Torah that Moshe Rabbeinu died. Died with him. U'mechaya. But it was brought back to life. Through us. Nilbein kenaz. Which means that it was always, obviously, it was always around. It just needed to be brought back from the dead. <coughs> there's, a, there's a Gemara, Mesechtis Chulin, called the Gemara. The Gemara says, it's actually a Gemara in more than one place, but the Gemara says Mesechtis Chulin, one of the Amaris said something, the other Amaris said, that even if I would hear this from Yeshua ben Nun, I wouldn't believe it. I feel Yeshua ben Nun Even if you would tell this to me over the name of Yeshua ben Nun, I, I wouldn't hear what you have to say. I'm not asking to what you're saying. What's this? Even the name of Yeshua ben Nun. So there's a lot of mafarshim, different biurim, the chidah. And his Pesachinayim on this Gemara is very marich. He's very marich in the Sugi in many different places. And the long and the short of it is that he gets into a whole, a whole Sugi over here. Why, why Dafki Yeshua Benun? And the answer is Pashat, says the Chidah. Pesachinayim over here and other places as well. The answer is because Yeshua Benun is the first person that's Tereshim Alpeh. Moshe Rabbeinu is Tereshim Iksav. If Moshe Rabbeinu would come and tell us, of course you have to listen. If we, we don't know anything without Moshe Rabbeinu. But if Yeshua Benun would come and tell us, that's what Rabbi Yechon is saying. Even if Yeshua Benun would come and tell me now, I wouldn't believe you. Why not? 
Because Yeshua Benun is Teresh Peh. No, so you should believe him. The answer is, says the Chidah, because Yeshua Benun also forgot some of the halachas. Therefore, this is, this, we'll always suspect, when it comes to Teresh Peh, it's always suspicious. It's a pelvic thing that he's saying. It's always suspicious of exactly the authenticity of it. He wants to say the difference between Moshe Rabbeinu and Yeshua. Moshe Rabbeinu was away, away from, he, he was perished from his wife, but Yeshua wasn't. As we'll see, Yeshua married Rachav. We'll get to Perik phase. Maybe that was a connection. Because Taz says if somebody makes a nether, it's a long sugya, but he says, he learns the Chidah, the way he explains it, long story over there, that when you say something from Yeshua, it, it doesn't have the same take of as saying it from Moshe Rabbeinu. That's why I wanted to bring out, who's the greatest example that we could say, even if he tell it to me, I wouldn't believe it, it's Yeshua Benun. I just want to end off with one last Nakuda. We said last week from the... Actually, with two last Nakudas. We said last week from the Derech Sekho that Moshe Rabbeinu, that last moment of his life, reached Sharnon. And therefore, Yeshua Benun had that Sharnon. So, we said it from the Derech Sekho, but the Gro himself says it also. The Gro not there, Moshe Ben Meir asked him, He says as follows. All the days of Moshe Rabbeinu gathered, and and therefore, Yeshua Benun had that opportunity. Had that opportunity when Moshe Rabbeinu says, I'm leaving. And that's the moment that he's saying goodbye. And that's the moment that Moshe Rabbeinu has Nushar Rabbeinu. If Moshe Rabbeinu would have given over to Yeshua at that moment, Nushar Rabbeinu, but Yeshua would have forgotten either. But because of the Avelus and because of the Tashash Koychish of Yeshua, he didn't really have the Nushar Rabbeinu. Now, I, the Derechid Yisechel, the Yisechel says he did. But you look at the Derechid Yisechel himself, he also says was, he had Me'ain, he had something similar. He was Bin Nun. He was a little bit less. He wasn't mamish of, of, of that caliber. And this plays out, as the Ramami Pano writes, and it's a Shver Ramami Pano. We'll have to come back to this as we go through, as we go through Sefer Yeshua. The Ramami Pano says that because of that, that Yeshua, because he got everything from Moshe Rabbeinu straight, other Nevi'im in history will allow to do Hayra Asha. They will allow to make under certain circumstances, certain halachas, there were a lot of break. As we'll learn, we'll learn a lot of, say, in the VM, in the VM, we see that, that's what ends up happening. But Avalo Yeshua, Yeshua was never allowed to make any of your Asha. Because the Loyleim run, Akati Loyshach of Moshe, Shavkin and Shemaitse. Because they say, ah, Shemaitse was nifter, so now we can just break the rules. So Yeshua was never in history allowed to break the rules. Never in Sefer Yeshua will you find a Hayra Asha. Now, it's not so posh. We'll find many Hayra Asha's in Sefer Yeshua also. 
Yericha happened on Shabbos, which is Harusha. He was Makar on Obama, Harusha. We'll find many things. It needs, it needs a beer, this, 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 um, this Mirmami panel, which we'll get back to. But the, the Nakuda of why Yeshua cannot be to Harusha, that I saw from the Munkache and his debate, he says the reason was, but let's take the Mirmami panel at face value, is because he caused the Chalisha's Das to Meshach Rabbeinu, and because he forgot Halachas. So it ended up looking like, Nishno, I didn't need your halachas, but I can also break them if I have to, if I ever need to. Yeshua can't have that power. Yeshua, who caused that chalishas adas in Moshe Rabbeinu, doesn't have the power to ever overrule Moshe Rabbeinu. Even though the Torah allows a rasha under certain circumstances. Or now he's allowed to do a certain rasha. But Yeshua, but none throughout the Yeshua, you'll see he won't do a rasha. Now, even though he does, he does, I'm going to have to explain it when we get there. But the, the bottom line is, Lamer, Hashem tells Moshe, Yeshua Benun, Lamer, Moshe Avdi Mace, and therefore I cannot help you. But what I could tell you is, go to war. Go to war, now you're going to have to bring back your halachas. Because the only way you're going to be able to conquer cities, it wasn't just the thing, keep them busy, start a war. It was be- You had to start a war. Because the only way to bring back the halachas is if we go to war, and we have a city that we're going to need to conquer, we're going to need to know the halachas of that city. And therefore now, kum, get up. Pashtas kum means get up, but really we'll see in the, in the Mitsudas kum means misrizos. Kum avaris yarden azeh. It's time to cross over the yarden. Atav v'cholam azeh la'aretz Hashem anoichi anoichi noisim lahem levnei Yisrael. And we'll continue with Hashem next week.